Yeah, man, I said they want to name Noasa music, aka Art. Yo, this is your boy from Spring Squad Tema 1575. Hey, Jumbo, this is your girl, Kathy Matilda from Nairobi, Kenya. You better call the police. It's about to get a bit crazy up in here. You know it's me, Cross B, aka DG, Analog, straight out of Cape Town. Yo, representing outer East Africa, Kenya, critical. the musical messenger, live from Jamaica. This is the Far East Empress, all the way from Singapore. We are the top of the topper. We get down solo with the cream of the cropper. Two little clarity, random red. This is massive, 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 massive B. And it's Anthony B. And we are charged from the music of cassette, tape, and CD. Now it's international and on internet. Internet still rocks the never fret. How we keep on trying. To the jungle, jungle man chadding King Selassie, I had the only man who turned night into day So me a chad Rastafari way Now a cheap hockey game with them a play Man a chad Rastafari way Keep on chadding To the jungle, jungle yeah. Hungry at the biggest thing when no respect nobody. And every day to you who live like somebody. No feud from them. Them don't know what them daddy. And no jungle alone all the valley. No big it. Read and mistress me need something from Calais. Fick your me meds over hills and valley. Man I search me this thing we are fight globally. You know, see Babylon sick mentally. So Rastaman a put the fire stick powerfully. And then he cut it an innocent dead pantrally. No matter how we march and rally. To the jungle, jungle man trotting. King Selassie, I had the only man who turned night into day. So me a chad Rastafari way Now a cheap hockey game with them a play Man a chad Rastafari way Africa How you doing today? Hello Africa I'm sending some love your way Hello Africa How you doing today? Hello Hello. I've traveled over the world of all the places I've been. Nothing compared to the joy I feel within. Africa gotta be the name of the track. This is how we kickstart another beautiful episode. 
I go by the name Tuli Tools, and in studio with me, I got the homies from around the world. The whole family is here. This is what it is. Up in studio, in person, mm-hmm. 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 by flesh. In the flesh. Hundred percent organic. Hundred percent the real deal. We got who? Zampan with the biggest yam. <laughs> Welcome to it. This is LNT Live. Thank you. <laughs> and out to the UAE to buy what's happening. We've got the number one your conference my producer. People. Say Greetings what? Bye bye. Who are we speaking to? Good to be back, eh? Good to be back. Reading Don Dea. Tell everyone who you are. Come on now. Come on. Reading Don Dea. Well, my name is Calvin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys. Whatever, man. So I put lovely. so much energy. So much energy to just. Introduce you and you just, hey, my name is Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, I look, look, here's the thing, right? I, I just couldn't match Zama's intro, bro. She went, <laughs> she went high. I had to go low. You can't compete. You know what I mean? What did you expect? I had to go low. And he's like, oh, really? That's you. you that compl- the reason I put year. you where I put you, right, is because I couldn't put you after the man that I'm about to introduce next, all the way from the UK. Your girlfriend's favorite MC <laughs> is the one and only. <laughs> yes, I'm saying greetings, Massive oh on Crew. Goodness. This is the voice that doesn't need no introduction <laughs> in the record dance hall business. The voice of the one Lerity, aka the Gully Prince, representing for LNT Live and LNT Sound. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of LNT Live. Security! I'm right now, that's how intro. you start. That's how <laughs> you start. why I didn't put you after, after Lerity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's been a while since we've actually linked up. This is another episode of LNT Live. The whole family is here. It's about to go crazy. We got a lot in store. Yeah. We got crazy topics. But a lot to talk about today. Yes. Um, but sit back, relax, enjoy the show. We're still in the reggae segment, so we're taking it easy. We've got the roots. We've got the reggae. We've got the culture. Yo, can I just take this one back? It's called Africa. Uh-huh. Cheers the deck. Speaking of Africa, the AFCON currently taking place. Oh, hectic. Um, my money is on. I'll tell you after this. This. Cheers a day. Greetings to you, you and you.
Yo, Larry T. Um, have you been following the um, Afcon by any chance? Um, sorry, I'm one person who's now, not. Uh, now, now that you're in England, I'm sorry. I'm a person who doesn't follow football. I feel it's a game played by 22 men just kicking a ball, chasing a ball to catch, oh catch it and kick it away again. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I don't watch it. I don't follow it. You're not a soccer fan. No. What if what if Zim was an Afcon? What if Zim was was like part of Afcon? You wouldn't even try support. I supported uh, a bit when I saw South Africa remaining. I I, I wasn't expecting it to be there. <laughs> no, one no, one, no one is. <laughs> no, one no one is. Yeah. Um. Yo, Kelvin, you have you been checking out Afcon? Nah. Work it without the neck. Uh, all I've just been doing is just checking out highlights, but I haven't had time yeah. to to really watch a match. But what I must say, geez, the quality of African football has improved. Eh? To my surprise, to my surprise, I think, I think, um, Yeah, yeah, hmm. it's, it's been great. It's been great football. Uh, I've, I've been checking out a couple of games. Um, yeah, I think I'll just you know I put my money on South Africa to take it. You put your money on South Africa. You see yeah. now, you see now, now you're jinxing it because <laughs> the drama. Let's just do it. Why not? No one ever believes in them. Truly, so, truly, yeah. as an Arsenal fan, as an Arsenal fan, let me tell you what the trick is. The trick is to pretend not to care so that the the universe can, can give it to you. I think. See yeah, now, 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 now that we care, Bafana Bafana is gonna get clapped. Watch. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Hopefully, by the time people listen to this, uh, Bafana Bafana would have already won. won. Yeah, congrats, Bafana Bafana. <laughs> <laughs> So who do you have your money on, Calvin? If anything, I know you're not watching. Nigeria. Uh, Nigeria. Nigeria. I also was going to say Nigeria. You, Larry? Uh, you know, like... If um, you were to... The inevitable happened. You know, like, thing, the, the, the countries that we thought would still be there are all out. So I think I can go with South Africa this time around. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's so sweet, guys. You've got so much hope. All right. <laughs> yeah, are we ready to jump onto our first topic? We are, we are ready. Uh, shall I drop a clip? Check out my notes then. Okay, you got the notes out. <laughs> Jeff, it, it does, it, He's Calvin. got an entire, what is that, Calvin? Is that a book? Yeah, so you see, this is my work notebook and my life notebook. <laughs> Everything there is like page one, it'll be work. The next one, plans. Next one, Lavaro. Next one, LNT. Everything is in there. It's my. I All actually right, have three or four of them that are finished. They are packed. Uh, should nice. anything ever happen to me, then just go in there for ideas. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> the book of life. Did anyone hear the Chappelle joke about where he was telling his wife that if you take this book and take tell the jokes the way they are supposed to be told, you guys, you and yes. the kids will be fine. This is it. Eh? <laughs> if you take this book, you guys will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, cool. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, Kelvin, I think we should like. How's about like every segment we get Kelvin to tell a joke and then, and then we see if we can laugh and then it will be just the <laughs> thing. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm we're done like, for we're job. like, we're like, we give Kelvin like like a two minute stand up comedy <laughs> set and then. Come on, Kelvin. I think that'll be interesting. I think you can do. The problem it. is, it, oh, the, the problem is. Turns. <laughs> The oh, problem is, if I become him. successful, I might ditch you guys for comment. <laughs> You'll never ditch us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're stuck with us for life. I'm all for okay, it. Cool. I'm all for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Before we get too carried away. So the next tip that I'm going to play, right, is from Mary Elias. I uh-huh. hope I said it properly. Uh-huh. Mary Elias, uh, Elias, 
DJ slash producer. Uh, he's one one of the guys that's responsible for the big hit single "I'm Still in Love with You" by Sean Paul featuring Sasha. Right? <laughs> Come sing for the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this interview, these guys chopped it up, chopped it up. He drops a lot of bombs. He mm. this was from the Fix uh, podcast. Uh, this is a podcast hosted by I got the names Narahart. Uh, Ariane, Ari Hammond, and Avi Morgan. Javi, mm-hmm. Javi Morgan. I hope I say it properly. Mm-hmm. You can check them out on YouTube. So, listen to this clip, and then we're just going to talk about it a bit. I hope I got the right clip. Are you ready? Yes, we are. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Cool. And when I first started, it wasn't dance hall. There was no real dance hall. It mm-hmm. was called reggae. Mm-hmm. And it was Bob Marley, and it was Burning Spear, and it was Toots, and it was Culture, and mm-hmm. it was, you know, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And, you know, these are all icons. And back then, when Island Records was pushing Bob Marley, and this is truth, Black America did not care about reggae. Mm. Okay. Black America did not care about Bob Marley. Wow. Okay, it, Chris Blackwell and Island Records found their audience with white kids like me mm-hmm. when I was actually a kid. Okay, um, and they were pushing it to the rock audience. Okay, the wait, reggae music. They were pushing reggae music to the rock audience. Right, because oh. black radio had no interest in reggae music. Well, what a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was it too long? Sorry. No, it was cool. It was cool. It gave a lot of context. Yeah. And I'm curious to know, um, with the reggae practitioners in the room, um, if if you think it's still the same right now, where um, reggae music is still highly supported and promoted, and uh, you know, by by the white community versus the black community. What do you think, um, Lavaro? Look, for me, right, when it comes to support, I think it's now an issue of means. Um, I definitely know my people love reggae. Do they have the money mm. in terms of which their support it makes a reasonable contribution to reggae? I don't think so. But I think my people support reggae. I'm from Zimbabwe. That, that is our sound. That is our music. It's, it's, it's so, the bread and butter. <clears throat> yeah, so I can appreciate what he's saying to say maybe it's it's support that came from white kids that may have advanced reggae but that may well mean just because they are the ones that had money just doesn't mean black people didn't support it support um, it yeah okay. I, and i think it's somewhat the same maybe in in in, in how taking circles that's where i can only speak whereby you might find that you you can make some bit of money in the reggae circles to the extent that you are, you are in a space and in arenas that allow white people to also come through Whereas that mm. doesn't mean that in the in 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 the townships, etc., and other people where we go, there is there isn't a massive support. There is, we've all seen it. That's my that that's my thought on it. Yeah, that that's is what, that's how I see it. Um, and then if you were to take it to public platforms, right? Because he speaks about African American radio, and we can say that about radio in Africa as well. Yeah. Um, besides Zimbabwe, we know Zimbabwe is the reggae capital, but. Everywhere else. But about I will know, agree with you. It's not on Ukozi FM, for example, in South Africa, the biggest radio station. So, and that's black broadcasting, right? Yeah. So, 
I think support comes in those ways as well, that it's not just on the ground, but it's also commercial and at a commercial point of view. So you're saying that, okay, wait, wait, okay. okay. So are we saying, sorry, yes, Larry? Yes, Larry. I think what Zama is trying to say is, uh, if reggae music, is reggae music not being supported by black people or by, by the black community, since we've got our local record radio stations owned by black people, run by black people, but they don't play reggae music. Yes. I kind yeah. of feel... Because you'll hear reggae music on, on Radio 2000 or East Coast Radio in KZN. They play, and it's a predominantly white radio station. But you do also hear it in some, in some Radio 2000. Didn't, didn't, didn't you? Because you have something, though. No, Mklobo Wenene tried or something, had something. We once had a mix, a reggae mix of Mklobo Wenene. I know, because he had something with DJ Vibe. What is his name? Skips me. But I thought they had something. But still, I accept the point that maybe it's a 30-minute or one-hour show an entire week. That's Yeah, like on rotation. You have the music on rotation, you know? Whether it's local or international or old or new. So, for, as I'm saying on, on East Coast Radio, you hear all kinds of reggae. You hear Abo Barrington Levy on, 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 on the wider platforms, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, Larry, I think I cut you off. You were saying something? Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, we've got this black-on-black uh, black, uh, kind of uh, limitation when it comes to reggae. That is why most people now, they also try to drift and move away from marketing it from... Uh, the black community and try to go through like places like Europe. I can mention a couple of uh, mm. our own local artists like uh, Crosby. Crosby is not mm. uh, as big as he is, as big as he is bomb as he is in Europe. You can uh, see like he's got more yeah. gigs out of Africa than back home. Yeah. Mm. And uh, if you yeah. check is the kind of exactly. crowd that they have, yeah. it's mostly white people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, true story. So yeah, it all seems... these festivals. When you watch all these festivals, ah, there's speckles of black people. <laughs> speckles, you know. And but, uh, yeah, and, leave and, us. We don't again. have money. Leave us. No, it's not about the money. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not about the money. <laughs> it's really not because we go to other things. Yeah, my piano. Yeah. Because if it was about the money, uh, Kelvin, if it was about the money on radio, why don't we have it? Exactly. Because Look, we can't well, radio, radio, can I, can I, yeah, yeah, to support to support my argument there, right? Radio, yeah. television, any all forms of publication, they they will follow where the money is because their their mm. their source of income is adverse. That's how I see it. Um, mm. Like I, I, I don't know. Let if I'm to be at a radio station, right? Mm. I will play radio out of love. And not necessarily mm. because of the listenership it might bring me, which my, I can then turn in, in to adverse. That's why we're even in instances where um, where it's been played on radio, it plays late. And on on when when Admiral was playing it, didn't it start at ten? I know I don't cause the FM. What's his name? I DJ. I I have him on my Insta. I forgot. Yeah, him, it's but not I'm it's eleven. At eleven, okay, but I think the best the best slot we have ha- had for reggae in South Africa, the one that I can only remember is the Umsho Boy and the one that was done by DJ Evans. I think it was at three yeah. three p.m. on a Sunday. That was a proper slot. But advert wise, I don't think I don't think from a business perspective we we have that pool. I hope okay, I hope cool. we okay, do so in future. Yeah, reggae business is reggae business. 
or just the do we it's have intertwined. a really it's our emotions culture? it's our humility it's our culture it's our it's our religion so it's a it's a bit of a difficult one i forgot what i was going to say <laughs> that's a chain of thoughts yeah but then but then this doesn't come back this so then are we saying that it's just reggae it's not a matter of race it's got nothing to do with race then <laughs> is it or do we generally still think that reggae is for black people it's black people music i think we've squashed that yeah do we think yeah i guess reggae is everyone's music isn't i don't it? think reggae is for yeah i don't think it's racially specific reggae yeah. music i think is for or everyone because yeah. I attended one of these uh, I, I, sessions yeah. somewhere. Okay, they were not literally fireborning how our rasters, how our, some of our artists fireborn it, but they were fire burning it. And you could see some mm. of those people who were catching the fire were actually part of the crowd and they were happy seeing the artists perform. So it's not about race, mm. gender or anything. Yeah, and you, and you can tell that oh, this person is their culture. You know what I mean? Like you know, there's a difference between mm. like just like enjoying music and where it's like it's a part of your and being. You can just tell like life. this person yeah. didn't start today. It's their thing. It's part of who they are. All right, reggae culture. This is when this is original reggae, right? Would you say reggae culture back in time and right now is still the same? Or has reggae evolved in the way it moves and its importance to people? Culture. Um, I think it has evolved. Uh, I think it has evolved because, like, take the songs here in South Africa as an example, the type of songs that we used to consume then when reggae was mm. then, you know, mm. like Free Mandela. Yes. It was apartheid. About freedom free and black people, right? liberation. Yes. And then the black people are free, and now they are just talking about what are we singing about now? Is, what's what's the content? Bond them. Exactly. Bond them. You know. Bond them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the, yeah, that's a bit that has changed. Yeah. That has changed. And I guess so, it has to. As people yeah, change, definitely. the music will also change with them. Yeah. Um, but are we still reaching the same kind of audience? So, hmm. like, do you think? The same people that loved it then. Mm. Are the same people that love it now. Or or do they love the reggae from back then still? Like they got stuck in that era. In that era. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Calvin? For me, I defer to your last part in that the people um, it's like that listen to reggae as and when it came up, they somewhat stuck to with that sound and that reggae, and yeah. they still defer yeah. to that. Um, understandably, I, I, I think for me in those days, reggae was more than just, it was also political in a sense. It was, mm. it was the fight. Had had put, mm, the fight for liberation together in a sense, particularly in Africa, you know, the impact it had. Um, whereas that's different mm. now, and you can't expect to still be producing that fire when it's no longer needed. Well, fine. Are we free? Maybe <laughs> not. Still, still into that. But that aspect that it played. Still, still yeah. talk to the prime minister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think we have now tends to, to be more of a pop sound, um, musically mm. Uh, mm. and and lifestyle wise, and it has also tried to align with that. Uh, you know that you sell with records. With what's important, what matters to the people, 
who listen yes. to it because that's what people care about now they're not fighting mm. for rights they are trying to climb the corporate ladder they're trying to make the bag they're trying to bag the hottest baddie you know Okay, welcome to it. This is the first segment. We're going to um, expand a bit more on, on this conversation of reggae through the 80s. Well, I there's um, a lot to say on this. He needs to come back. No, I'm here. I'm here. I've got something to say, but yeah, I'll say it later. With I'm necessary. waiting for you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. No, we can, what? we can go. No. Oh, you don't want to say it Not now. now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let's play some music and then we'll have the state of LNT address by Larry T. Not really, <laughs> don't call it that. You got the permit to love me. I wanna be with you only. I need your love, yeah. I need your love, yeah. Baby, your presence is lovely. You got that vibe, it's so bubbly. I need your love, yeah, yeah. Wanna be around ya, wanna be around ya Whenever I need you, to care and keep you I just wanna hold and squeeze you Girl, you know I miss you so much, I really need your touch, yeah Baby, give me your love, give me your love, girl I will be there, each and every time, yeah, yeah, yeah So give me your love, give me your love, girl Give me your love, uh, the voice of Busy Signal on this one. With time, yeah, yeah. Girl, what you do to me, I'm so in love. You got me out every day, I'm about you. What a piece of heat, like a rose in it, fever. So blessed to have you in my life, girl, you're a keeper. Hey, you've got something they don't. We got something they won't understand.
the state of reggae affairs right now um and i wanted to also put a question out there in terms of life expectancy of reggae music um concerning things like afrobeats that that um kind of play a similar role to to reggae um what do you guys think do you think reggae still got a a life expectancy yeah Li- uh, i think reggae is timeless Forever. I think, yeah, reggae, reggae, reggae is timeless. That's my point. I mean, that's that's, that's just my thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's any way that reggae is going to go. And be replaced it might Afro look beats. like we're struggling, but I don't think it will ever go anyway. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. Larry, what do you think? Do you think reggae is, is drowning under Afrobeats? Reggae music can never drown under... Afrobeats because reggae music is a child of Afrobeats. Remember, mm. reggae music is a music which was uh, mm. kind of uh, formed or, ima- or started by uh, Africans in the Caribbean during the time of slave trade and all. It was music for redemption. Mm. So I kind of feel like uh, most of these artists are just co- co- going back to the roots, finding it a little bit easy to tap into the mm. roots, but reggae music can never die because. It's still an African sound. True, true, true. And the message behind reggae. So we discussed earlier on um, the times in which reggae was was really strengthened, which is during the times of the struggle, um, apartheid times in, in South Africa, and and all those kinds of things. And that's what inspired the sound, right? It's sound, as you're saying, Larry. It's music for liberation. It's you know. Do you think we've got the, we've got that kind of soul still to produce that kind of reggae um, mm. that touches everyone and transcends even localities? Because what I've, I, my, just my view yeah. with reggae is that what happens is it it people blow up. For example, if you're talking about artists, they blow up in their circles or in their in their in their towns in their towns in their friendship circles. In the, you know, <laughs> but even in with reggae. <laughs> 
you know? With your boys, yeah. Right? But it doesn't go far and wide, like, as, as it used to, as Abo Bob used to, as Abo Peter Tosh used to. Um, at some point, Abo Damien and all of them were, but it's, is it, like, that strong, guys, to, like, have global pull beyond your local structure? Yes, it does. It can, though. It still mm-hmm. does. I think it can. Who who's done that in the past ten years? LNT, I think Damien still has the power to. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I really feel like Damien has the power to do that. He's done that. Chronics. Has I think Chronics he has. No, no, no. I don't think he has done it as as like like imagine if he just went for like 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 tours like like straight up just for like five years just doing music, mm. just focusing on music and doing tours. Mm. Do you th- don't you think that he could pull? He the could. same way Bob Marley used to and yeah. Peter Tosh used to. I think to. he could get close if he just put his, like, if he just put, like, because already he's a, for me, for already he's a big artist. Mm-hmm. He drops one tune and it's already just like, it's, it's, you uh, know, yes. it's just like, whoa. Shakes up the frequency. You know, I feel like if he just did an album, toured, did another album, toured, you know, just be He'd there be like. At that level. I feel like he would. He'd, so your money's on Damien as the future of reggae. Yeah. Okay. He's number one. <laughs> yeah, but he's number one currently. Larry, me. who's your um, future of reggae icon? Are you talking about artists or we are talking about people who, move, who push reggae? Or is like reggae people? people icons. Artists. Talk about, we're talking about artists. Artists, artists. Wow. Mm. Someone who's going to make, bring, not make, but like full stadiums and, you know? Do that kind of stuff. Just one. I can mention one. Larry? I can't give you one only. Well, oh, any. S- start any. with one. Start with one. Any. <laughs> the first one. You can mention five. You can mention Don't steal three, them all, Larry. Them. I still have to pick. Don't steal them all. No, you <laughs> give me the same one. Don't worry, Calvin. It's not a... It's not a... <laughs> uh, Morgan, you change. Mm-hmm. You think? The family, yeah? All okay. of them... That's a good one. Like the the Morgan family. Okay. Yeah. As a as a family. Yes. Not not just. No no, okay. I'm, no I'm not picking any artist from the Kelvin? family. As the family, the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin, uh, who's look. your? Sorry, let it go on. Yeah, go on, Kelvin. Kelvin. Look, this is the Kelvin. Oh, okay. One. Um, so for me, I have to defer to what someone who's, been, who's more commercial, who's able to marry the people that seek the energy that and life that reggae brings, as well as there's the pop aspect to it, to be able to be commercial and also be accepted by mainstream media for business purposes, right? So that mm-hmm. tends to pull me towards Chronics. And I thought coffee was going to be there, but it looks like Label yes, what's happening with coffee, to, Yeah, so, but those two, for me, they have that potential. Um, to, especially Chronics, for me, he has that potential to somewhat. But Chronics, but Chronics did a tour. Chronics did a tour. Um, actually, Leah, Chronics came to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Jamie came to South Africa. Who mm-hmm. had the bigger crowd? Yeah, they should have just gone to Zim. Ah, no, had, no, no, no. Who had the bigger crowd? That's the yeah. issue of the organizers. The organizers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> please, don't, don't blame please. Larry, we're still waiting for Morgan Heritage to touch down so that we can... Yeah? Yeah, that's not the artist's fault. Mm, that's not the artist's fault. Not the artist's but yeah. fault. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You think? 
Yeah, I, I, I think I, no, 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 no. I think if I'm following an artist and an artist says he's coming to a place near me and I like the artist, you're gonna go. I'm gonna make me okay on that one, truly. Yeah, but that's yeah. a them, guys. We've been talking about this, yes. Yeah. On that one, truly, it's a bit tricky for somebody who has never crossed the border into South Africa, yeah. And then you bring their favorite artist into South Africa and you take them down into Soweto. With yeah. what people, a person who has never been to South Africa hears about South yeah. Africa, and you put the artist in Soweto, trust me, they will not come. Okay. I think we can accept but, that. You think? Trust me, mm. they but, won't but, come. A person who has never been there, they won't come with the story that they hear. Yeah. And, and, and with that, Wait. I feel like we have already also excluded a part of the white people community that has the money to come to those shows as well. They won't come down no, to Soweto. No, but you're, you're speaking as if white people don't go to Soweto. Wait, well, hold on, hold on, you hold think... on, guys. Hold on, guys. Okay. You're saying as if white people don't go to Soweto. For a reggae show. Oh, wait, right. So, artists, <laughs> For a reggae show at artist, night. At night. My favorite artist. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> you can Uber and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can move and, 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 and stuff and I'm not I even know. white I, I went know. to Soweto and I came back I went to Soweto no, but it is guys, people text. have it things at like FNB Stadium people have things at Orlando Stadium exactly <clears throat> Soweto's not a a, a a difficult place to host that yeah so I don't state, know if the lo- if a location the FNB thing and they, exactly. the people and you know still. what happened you know, after that show you know what yeah, happened but, after that show <laughs> Yeah, you see, it wasn't in Soweto. The point is, the, the point is, right? We're saying, what are we saying? What's yeah, we were, just we're, we're talking about, I was just about the artists I was just that, that we still believe in that can run it. Oh yes, yes. So yes. okay, so we've got Morgan, the, the, the Heritage Family. You've got Damon Miley, um, Chronics. Calvin said Chronics. <laughs> I'll also say Chronics. Um, I'll also say Chronics. I think Chronics. Like we're talking about an artist right now, right? That was that's it, that 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 says. Chronics has the potential, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 I think no, he still cool. needs to kamehame into his cool. sense, like you know. Yeah, but we are saying. Yeah. So these artists say, let's say we drop an album and we're doing a tour. Let's say for three years, mm-hmm. like. After those three years of touring and dropping albums, uh-huh. who do you think would have like people crying like, on stage? Like, like you see the level that Burner Boy is at right now. Uh-huh. Like, who would be at that in level? Reggae. Yo, in that's reggae, that's a good question. Natty O. In reggae, who's our Burner Boy? I'm saying, Let I'm saying, Natty O. I'm saying, Damien Mali. is our Burner Boy. Natty O. Natty O. Natty O. Natty O is our Burner Boy. Hectic. That's a good one. That's a good one, Larry. Um, um, yeah, for it. me, for me, unfortunately, too, I do think Damien may be past his prime. That's one point. Yeah. And two, okay. um, two, I think Damien is this issue of whether, I think what might be his hiccup is the fact that he, he if, if he is to do that, he is a pro, he needs to choose between maybe he wants to continue making beats or making music uh, or, or being an artist. Um, it's, it's somewhat diverted attention, which might not be one of the ways to make it to the top. That's how I see it. Um, yeah. And so I, yeah. I was pushed to defer towards someone else that I've seen to be a bit more commercial. But where I do get Can you, what, like where your killer point did it is, if he did, does those three albums, he tours yes, three, yes. four years, so, I think yes. he can so do it. everything aside. 
we're putting his business, yeah. we're putting his whatever else he's busy with. So we're saying that al- these guys do three albums and three tours. By the end of those three albums, three tours, who will be gonna, our superstar? Who's going to be our superstar? Yeah. Well, Damien is going to win because he probably is also involved in producing Chronics music somewhat. So if he's no longer doing that, Chronics is. The shot of a team. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you just, just want to give Damien. want to give Damien. I'm taking my beats. <laughs> what about Kabaka? What about someone like Kabaka, Kabaka. Pyramid? He's got the potential. Mm. For the reggae people, definitely. But I, 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 I struggle to see it beyond us. You know, like it's like he's he's for the he's for the gang, he's for the crowd, he's for the crew, right? He's mm, for the, for the team, but. Mm. When it comes to like, oh, hello, gospel people, we have some new reggae. Mm, I, I, I struggle to see it yeah. transcending past, past our lines. Okay. Okay. I think that's a, that's a cool observation and a, a view into the future of reggae. Um, we really think the future of reggae is exciting. It's going to evolve. Um, uh, we're going to see it grow to higher heights. Uh, and as long as we support it, guys, we mustn't stop, stop supporting reggae. Do you want to play some music? And then we'll jump onto the last topic before our live performance. My redeem that. The name of the track is Part Time Soldier. This is a Marshall Nico remix. Ready. 
<laughs> so guys, before we move on to the dancehall segment, um, there's one thing I wanted us to chat about. I don't know if you guys have seen that Universal Music has pulled all its music off of TikTok. Are you are you you're on mute, Lavaro? Uh, yes. They already pulled the music off. They've pulled the music. I saw Shansia the other day. I think it was yesterday. Even. She's singing a cappella because... Jeez. Yeah, because they said they were going to pull it off um, on the first, I think. Yeah. Feb. And today is the third. Yeah. Hectic. What do you guys think this means for, for the artists? Is TikTok good for, for artists, especially... I think, I think TikTok... I think artists made money from TikTok. Correct me if I'm is wrong. Is TikTok man monetized? Do you guys know? I'm not... Yeah, it is. So that's where the that's that's one of the issues that's coming up. Um, yeah. In that, for instance, like with Universal Music Group, right? UMG, they have they have a licensing arrangement with TikTok. You play all music, somewhat you pay us money. Is it a lot in the greater scheme of scheme of things? No, probably um, not. It's not. I think when I read it up, I think for Universal, for instance, they were saying about one percent of our revenue comes from TikTok. Um, really, but it's a lot That's of. It tiny. could be a lot of money for specific set of artists, right? Um, mm. It's like, yeah. like it, f f from an artist perspective, it depends where you're sitting for this to affect you. If you're an artist, like you're saying with Shinsia, she's somewhat tied to UMG. It affects her because that's how she promotes mm. her music. And TikTok mm. in the past few years. Like your hit songs, they've come out from there. You trend there first. Like so yeah, many songs have searched. Food. Exactly. Yeah. So that platform is gone to the extent that you are tied, but it's now also good for us. Uh, now there's now more <laughs> chances of okay. my song to blow up on TikTok. That's how I see it. Because now but, it's but open, it's, everyone. Yeah, it's open. Yeah, it's open season. It's, it's open season. Eating, but to be to be honest, this it's gonna get resolved shortly. They both need each other because TikTok also requires those songs for people to create content. Yes, yeah. because how can you uh, say? Yeah, because so, it's Drake. I mean, they're saying Drake, mm. Taylor Swift. Um, they all they both threatened to withdraw their licenses for tracks to social media. So yeah, everyone is affected, even Drake. So Drake, Drake's music. Yeah, exactly. So now you see, like, and for for big artists, it's a, it is a decent huge stream of money. So now it's not an yeah. issue of like who's gonna 
it's about riding out the wave. Who's going to die first? Um, it's not about whether you're affected or not, but I think it's now an issue of like, oh, crap, we need we need these people more and someone who's going to at least accept defeat first, then they're going to come to an agreement. But I don't see it lasting long. They're going to fix it in a few months. They'll fix it, Ned. Larry, no, I want to ask... I want to ask Larry if you think reggae is a relevant genre on TikTok. Mm-hmm. How many reggae TikTok challenges have you seen or trending in that particular way? Unfortunately, I'm not a TikTok person, but I think it's good for the business. You're not on TikTok? Yeah, it's, it's good for the business, good for the music, and good for the artists. Because if the artists put out their songs and they are trending on TikTok or any social media platform, it goes out there to the people like Come who are not it. even aware of their songs or aware of their Exposure. music. And then we try and find who that artist yeah. is, where are they performing, you know, try to find more of their music. So I think social media as a whole yeah. is very important to the growth and production of reggae music. Music. So you think this is a bad move from Universal? It is. Yeah. No. Well, it isn't. But then, but then, like again, what Lavar was saying, now just want the certain. Okay, Tuli, go ahead. I just think Universal thinks that they're not getting the money that that, that they, they deserve be yeah. from TikTok. Yeah. Sorry, Larry, you were saying. No, I say Tuli can continue what he was saying. What you were saying. Oh. No, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying that. Um, what was I saying? I was just saying that. Universal is complaining because they're not getting oh, the they, money. Oh, they feel like they're not getting their worth. Their worth. I think that's what it sounds like the agreement is. I don't know if you have the article open, but then it sounds like that's what the fight is, is about, that you guys are using our songs on this platform. It's blowing people. You know, people are going crazy on your platform. But, but we're artists, not making money. We're not making money. The artists are not making as much money as they should be. And yeah. Mm. Okay, just Larry, a question. Like, you, aren't that just making money get, and getting it for your through that? Yeah, there's there's getting money and getting exposure. So that's why that's why Kelvin is happy. Well, he's not bothered because <laughs> that's where the exposure comes. Now he can get exposure because he doesn't have to compete with Universal on TikTok. Oh, right. I have a better chance now. I have, I have a better him. chance of getting exposed on that system now. Um, yes. But to be honest, I just think Universal is like every other instance where Universal is involved is just being greedy. Um, so probably, yeah. and that's why if yeah, you look like, at it, the, mm-hmm. go, go, oh sorry, go it's just a, that thing of like big brother strong arming everyone and getting what they want. No, also flexing. They're flexing their muscles. They're flexing their muscles. So we we've got three. Um, songs uh, that are ranked the biggest reggae songs on TikTok. And I want, I want to hear you guys' feedback if you think this is reflective of the times or if this means reggae fans are stuck uh, in a certain era of reggae. So there's Let's Do It Again by J. Boog. Is it J. Boog or J. Boogie? J. Boog. J. Boog. Then Don't Worry, Be Happy. I was a bit confused because I was like, is that, a, is that a reggae song or is that a... It's just Jazz. how you feel. It's just to say, no, 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 don't worry. Is that uh-uh. one? Don't worry, be happy. Is here's a little song I wrote, uh, and you can yeah, sing so it. Oh, it's sorry, a jazz I thought you meant. I, I thought. Oh, I thought you meant. That was the Bob, Bob Marley one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't worry, be happy, ne, Calvin. Yeah, that doesn't sound. 
Like a tune Yeah, that's not right? a reggae song. It's yeah. not a reggae it's song, a but I can song. understand why people can... Pardon? I think it's, it's, it's a, a, a jazz song, song yeah. Mm, but the, the, the flow of it is very reggae, reggae vibes. And then the third one is Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley and the Wailers. This is in 2024. Is that... Does that make sense to you guys? Or... How do you guys feel about the top three trending songs, reggae trending songs on TikTok? Nothing has really spoken to people in a while. Mm. That's what it uh, that, That's one point. And for me, it's also, I think, it's li- closely linked to what Trudy's saying is that nothing has really spoken to the people that use TikTok. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm, uh, mm. Yeah. I'm, so like I'm trying to say, of course it's 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 definitely there is a specific segment of people that listen to reggae that are on TikTok, and mm. to those people, it, 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 these are timeless tunes, somewhat, and there yeah. hasn't been nothing that has come in recent times that has been that timeless. If it, and yeah, that makes sense. Place. It's it's still relevant to the people who listen to reggae. Larry T, what do you think? Um, are these songs a, a sign of where we are as reggae, the reggae community in 2024? Uh, am I allowed to put these songs in any particular order and say what I think about it? You can. Okay. Yeah, you can. In every show that we, we go, I want to I wanna use this, like, say, we are performing at a, at a new event, new show, new country, different country that we've never been. I would ask the people, could you be loved? Because we want to love you. All right, mm. so don't worry and be happy. And before we're done, we, let's do yeah. it again, like you just said on one night stand. Let's do it again, you know. So, you know, you always do this, so it's kind of relevant. They are, <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Timeless, they're timeless. Um, speaking of timeless, we are timeless, <laughs> <laughs> we have run out of time. Um, it's the end of the reggae segment. We'll see you on the flip side. But before we go, um, we're going to say goodbye to you just for a few seconds with the live performance club. This is LNT Live. See you on the flip side. This is taken from the Reggae Sound Fest 2018. This got to be the yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice of Kes Nandi. When you're winning, it's a sweet story. And when you're not, then the war is bitter. You're quick to call me a sinner. Only judge and know my history So may I forgive the king glory Like a tree planted by the river Jamaican-born artist has lived in Tanzania, Ethiopia. He's now in the USA. The name of the track is Victory. Yeah, I pray to the Father daily, yeah, him and him be up. So quick to judge and say me 
This is LNT Live. Jamaica, but mama, I'm a African. Mama, I'm a African. Papa, I'm a African. Could I put me in a Europe? Still will be a African. Mama, I'm a African. Papa, I'm a African soldier. Yeah, yeah, man, at the Johnny Contrasana, the musical messenger, live from Jamaica, representing and sending love for the whole, the whole of Mama Africa, you know? Gambia, Ghana, Nigeria. Kenya, Ethiopia, Botswana, Zimbabwe, South Africa. Yeah, man, big up all of the real warriors, all of the youths, them, you know? Yeah, we are talking about real honorable soldiers like DJ Tooly Tools. And we can't forget about Larry T. Them, man, they are the real generals in the country's army. So fight them with music, yeah! Yo, we there for the paper, the chest, the money. Money man a hunting, DJ Pina Yami bust in a open Doors a fit open Thirty lily, thirty rat in a wine Them for thirty, I got them shoulda know Shoulda know I say for vanity No Clip a color fella, prosperity Fonsa, yeah Other than reability With capability, you shoulda know We go off with the opportunity Show you Me say we tell you for the opportunity Now stop and I kick down not man of a kick down. This gotta be the voice of Rita Scotch featuring Lavoro Duro, taken from the Stras Rhythm Disc. This is the second segment of LNT Live. Thank you for sticking with us, tuning in. Let's do this. <laughs> Opportunity medium, watch my flame from with rock like that. Now we don't complain. Easy life, I'm a new thing. And we got a brand new thing Easy dog man a new king Officer the pierce, full swing Better watch out Now stone man a kick down Free the rock a open Money man a hunting DJ Pina yami bust it in a open Rose a fit open Now stone man a kick down Free the rock a open Money man a hunting DJ Pina yami bust it in a open Rose a fit open Like a soda, for we go, I owe you, and it's like a soda. 
the voice of Moon Queen this. Like a youth on this. First things first, a listen as he come first. If everybody knows I'm about to confess. Just before the third and the second verse, watch the circle, the fool like a moon. I'm surrounded by the grace. Boy, lock up the locks, man, them kick off the gates. Let the use them run in, get a slice of the cake. Talent and skill to nurture and build. Every you day I wrote is a As the best cause all I got is me and The world too big for me, just a brilliant I stop you from where you want for your chief from Great decide, great decide,
less I consider myself as the best Cause all I got is me and the world too big for me Rose Summers on this Greatness gonna be the name of the track We're still chilling, LNT Live. I go with the name Tuli Tool Super Zam Bam in the building. Larry T, the Gala Prince, Calvin Rhythm Dawn. You know, yeah, there were artists before like uh, you, Roy, and mm-hmm. Big Youth, mm-hmm. and you know, I, Roy, and mm-hmm. you know, but the concept of dance hall as a movement, dance hall as a departure from old style reggae, yeah. happened with the, beginning with Yellow Man. And the the thing that really set it off at, like a rocket was slang tang. Mm-hmm. Slang tang rhythm. Yes, that's the voice of Murray Elias. Yeah, Taken from the Fix podcast. Larry T, you still with us? Me there. Me not go nowhere until I'm told it's time up. Kelvin. <laughs> rhythm done. Still around. See, the energy picking up, see. Still around. Me they are still excited for the second segment. Cause you don't know, say. That is my segment. favorite segment at the show. Where you guys get unhinged. Are yeah, Zama, maybe they're just ah! here, eh? oh. You, you, you are unhinged segment. from the onset. You are unhinged from so, the onset. It's my turn. <laughs> it's in our nature. But I got to say, the second segment of the show contains strong language and explicit lyrics. Listener discretion is advised Kaboom. so guys we're speaking about like the journey and time of reggae that was the first segment yeah. now we're in the dancehall segment and the reference that uh, murray was talking about is the 70s do you guys remember the 70s era of reggae <laughs> the time of we guys proud <laughs> <laughs> Larry might be. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did the 70s sound like? Hey, Julie. What did the 70s sound like? Julie. <laughs> I'm, a year, huh? I'm a year younger than you. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I cannot be from the 70s. <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs> Do you guys remember mm. music from the 70s? But Do you have a reference of it? So it's the likes of Yellow Man. Ika Mouse well, and Barrington Lee. Was that 80s? Yeah, that's more 80s. Yeah. yeah. So what's the Wait. 70s? Good confession. Confession. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no reference. The 70s when it comes to dancehall. Then when I saw mm-hmm. Ika Mouse on the notes, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, that was the 70s. That was the 70s. Mm. So I've got an article here that says, "The late 1970s in Jamaica was a time of great political unrest." The streets were permeated with guns, drugs, and violence. It was a country divided by political turmoil. So this was a setting we now know as dancehall music was born, right? So it was born during that era. Um, This music united communities. It brought together people from all different backgrounds to share the joy for the common bond of music. So that was what's the sound system culture, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was the, the birth of sound system culture. Your King Jammies. Yeah. So th- that was when, in the 70s. I guess none of us were around, no? Um, I might have been, but yeah, I don't, I can't remember. I don't think <laughs> You were so. not around <laughs> in the 70s. I, 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 I was in the, I was attending the War of Liberation. 
it is from these humble roots that we get the music we all know and love today so it all started in the 70s yeah. are this the boomers is that the boomer generation i don't know what which what what the boomer generation what are boomers Do you guys know? yeah i believe so sama those are the boomers what are boomers it was the boomers what right boomers? the boomers are people born between the year what ages are boomers so they were born is it like an era 1955 like to 1967 so it's mostly our parents that. the people who introduced yeah. us to reggae a boomers a boomers fans. they were listening to yeah. baby boomers this yeah so yeah <laughs> so <laughs> reggae started wow. with the boomers they're the ones who've been loving about UB40 right yeah. but even though it was the 80s cuz they grew up in the 80s yeah but i can imagine yeah starting in the 70s like you said maybe it just became bigger in the 80s in the 80s yeah. okay cool so We don't know much about the 80s. I mean the 70s. Um but we know Yellow Man came out of the 80s. Yeah. Uh do you think Yellow Man was that pivotal point where Danto was born or can you imagine someone else before Yellow Man? You know, you know to be honest, I didn't listen to a lot of Yellow Man. Um I don't know maybe where I was at, maybe Yellow Man didn't It's reach the era. me, maybe the era. Mm. I know he's you know he's known as the king of dancehall or you know but I've never really well like mm-hmm. I've mm. never been to a party and we hardcore jammed to, to like yellow man five yellow man tunes <laughs> Larry in Zim was yellow man a a staple uh trust roman uh during your time I wasn't uh there in the 80s I was only born uh, a few years yeah but has, has yellow man ever been <laughs> Yellow man oh, like trust me like we, okay, we, we've, we've got a lot of uh youths who call themselves yellow man right now in Zimbabwe some call themselves king yellow yeah through the inspiration of uh yeah. yellow man yeah man because of uh, there's yeah. one yeah. one particular song that I can relate to that most people relate to it's uh later to Rosie yeah mm. it's an old time dance tune that one yeah. a killer tune trust me mm-hmm. so yeah I can say is it bigger than When it comes when it comes to zungu 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 zeng zeng it's kind of like a uh, yellow man went to the studio and then was like okay what am i doing ah z z zing zing okay what's uh, wrong Larry? okay one you ma- if you must one, two, have a paper you one must have one must have one one must have two one must have three and one must have four one plus one is equal to ten you know Lyrics. But trust me. Lyrics. Th- th- that was the time. <laughs> lyrics. Lyrics. So I I I kind of feel like Yellow Man played a, a bigger role like Was that not a good time in 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 Tango? It was a good time for those people who were going that to dance all that time because I wasn't that old enough to attend the dance sessions. Okay. Yeah. I think I was three only three years. All right. Four years. All right. But 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 do you believe Okay so who do you believe Okay so do you agree Okay well Who was your first dancehall yeah. influence Who do you think was that artist that 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 represented dancehall for you that broke out you mm. know my first know, my first exposure from him from from Murray's point my my inspiration to dancehall trust me it was Buju Banton 
I think that was the time that I started understanding dance. Okay. So it was Buju Banton. Yeah. And then we moved to the likes of uh, Biniman. Yeah. Right? When I started understanding dance, so that's when I went, mm-hmm. started going, tracing back, going through my dad's record rack and my mom's record racks, seeing artists like Jimmy Cliff, you know, like they had those kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Yellow Man, Yellow Man, I only started knowing Yellow Man mm-hmm. on, uh, later to Rosie. Zungu Zenga, I only got to know about it later on in life. I, would, I don't want to lie. But, but Bujo Panson <laughs> makes a lot of sense for, for Reggae. Yeah. Calvin, who was your first dance hall um, experience? Magnificent. Yeah, like was when, when Sean Paul Sean came Paul. out. Uh, Sean Paul. <laughs> uh, but but to be Gen honest, X. my... Gen Z. Are you a Gen Z or Gen X, Calvin? Now you're revealing my age. Uh, hey! Uh, yeah, so Sean Paul. But, but, is what people refer to. I'm a 2000. Are you a 2000, Calvin? No. No, this of is course a 2000. not. Of course. Look, look, look at my hair. Look at my hair. Uh, um, yeah, so, but, but for me, it was more towards when Redem started getting popular. So I had a lot of people that got me to the genre. But Sean Paul was at the mm. top of that list, of course. Mm. Sean Paul. So that was mm. 90s. 90s. No, jeez. No, 2002. Okay. <laughs> you see, oh, I was going to say you're a 2000. <laughs> I didn't help my case. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. That's why I'm quiet. Why did you bring me into this conversation? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're cool. coming to you. We're coming to you. Don't worry. We're coming to you. We're still coming to, to, to your era and your generation anyway. Don't yeah, worry. we're getting there. Yeah. So we're still at 70s. Um, are we going to yeah. rock to some 70s dance hall music on LNT Live? This is what Murray Elias had to say. 70, uh, 71, black R&B was kind of very sophisticated music. Mm-hmm. It was coming around, you know, to, to a new style. And this sounded very primitive to black radio programs. Wow. Uh, you know, and for the next, I would say from 1970, 71, when Ireland really started to push Bob Marley to the advent of modern day dance hall, which I would say I would peg to the um, introduction of the slang thing rhythm in 1970, 1985. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Black America had no interest in reggae music, music. and mm. Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. It was dance hall, slang tang, mm-hmm. 1985, modern dance hall that opened the door for interest from the urban market. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is a black market. Yeah. Which is, but that also 1985 was the very early days of hip hop. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which was a big departure from the current sound of R&B. It was primitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was raw. Mm-hmm. And who was, after Bob died, who was the biggest artist in Jamaica? Like, maybe Peter Probably Tosh. Peter Tosh. No? Yellow Man. Will you see if this really may have a patch? Yellow Man made it. I used to have it on minutes. Me set it. Zumbo 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 zen, zumbo 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 zen. 
Tenemos un track que zungu 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 Yeah, yellow man Yes Is this what people had after Bob? No, this was dance or not reggae Yeah, yeah This is where we started This is where we started This is where we started, Calvin Come on, man I'm pleased with where we have gotten Really, where we have gotten We'll talk about that, Calvin we will talk about that. We will really we will we'll talk about that. This is yellow man. But in your yellow man have too much girlfriend. Can't offer them a tap for me now and no girlfriend. You are idiot, why me have a hundred and ten. Say all of them, they might be yellow children. All of them, they might be yellow children. Some live a kingstone. I mean listen to that, Calvin. No for them I ask me, oh me and of girlfriend too. Arguments are having no arguments, Lord. Arguments are so according to Mari, this is how dancehall broke into the scene. From Yellow Man, we go to the... This is the Slang Tang Rhythm, 1985, I think, this. Wayne Smith. I'm 
important in and letting people know the separation and the distinction, really, the clear distinction between reggae and dancehall. Yeah. And exactly. And yeah. dancehall was club music. Yeah. The way hip hop was club. It was party music. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And that's the essential thing. Dancehall in that emergence in 1985 became party music. Mm hmm. Okay, whether it was the party in Jamaica or the party in New York. So, dancehall. We're in the dancehall segments of the show. We just listened to the Sling Ting rhythm. Larry, as an MC, how many times have you um, heard this this kind of rhythm in in your presence in the dancehall section in the dancehall industry? Are you talking about now or back in the time, back in the back in the days? Even now, even now, so like there's these old school rhythms that back, back in the 1970s. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are these timeless rhythms, right? <laughs> that emerged then. Are you familiar with this with this rhythm? And would you say this is the pinnacle of dancehall music? Yeah, I can relate to this uh, slang chain rhythm because it gave birth to a rhythm called the sick rhythm, which was almost the kind of same <laughs> sound, but. Uh, at a lower tempo with some instruments mm -hmm. removed from it. This is mm -hmm. my kind of dancehall. I, I was also saying the same thing. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I feel like the slang tang rhythm has had so many lives. So you said which one, which, which rhythm did you just mention now? Uh, the sick rhythm. Sick rhythm. And it was born from the slang tang rhythm. Yes. That is like old school dancehall would you consider that old school dancehall trust me and old school dancehall is my dancehall type I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old school type of dancer yeah. person yeah who's 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 the artist that gives you old school dancehall vibes so according to the most influential artists of the decade so now we're in the 80s right we're speaking about the 70s earlier on. But in the 80s, we've got Yellowman, we've got Ica Mouse, we've got Barrington Levy. Who would you say, and it doesn't have to be part of these three, but would be the ultimate dancehall era for you? Barrington Levy, Boro Banton, Mega Banton, yeah. uh, Supercat. Yeah, Supercat. Yeah, that was also part of the before 80s Sean, be, era. Before the birth of Sean Paul. Before Sean Paul. So Sean Paul was what, 90s? Sean Paul kind of sounds like uh, Super Kids. Late, late 90s. Mm. Yeah. No way. What, Sean Paul is not 90s? It is. Sean Paul is, is 90s. Is Kelvin disagreeing? No, I thought he was in the late 90s. No, I was like, I was, I was reacting to Larry. No, I'm saying like a super cat. Super cat is a sound that like sounds like, Sean Paul sounds like super cat, if you don't know the difference mm -hmm. do you believe that sean paul that sean paul era because 90s bled into the 2000s right and um murray speaks about this blend of 90s dancehall which was shabba ranks era right you're thinking shabba ranks you're thinking who else was during 90s uh beanie man uh Everyone. Sean Paul. Buju. Buju. Bounty killer. Into the two. Richie Stevens. Bounty killer. And because we're talking dancehall, was what? Vibes Cartel. What, what's that name, Larry? Niti Kuchi. That last one. Niti Kuchi. Niti Kuchi. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 the lovely name. 
Niti Kuchi sounds more or less like a Bushman if it can't tell the difference. Mm. So that was what that what was what was the topic during that time because where I'm trying to go to before we get to the next half of the topic is the central conversation in that genre at that time. So you're thinking Shaba Ranks, you said Nuti Kuchi, you said Puju uh, Bantan, and all these gents. Their, their subject matter was the woman, right? On the dance floor and making women dance and making them feel good, right? It was feel good mu music, it was party music. That was 90, uh, 90s dance hall. And it fed, I almost said fat in, it fitted in <laughs> really well yeah. with the hip hop culture. <laughs> with the hip-hop culture because also in hip-hop it was the rise of the baddie right yeah all the hip-hop guys are singing about these hot girls and having hot girls in the club and the central focal point were women so subject matter wise because i think that's the next part we want to get yeah, into that changed yeah has it changed is it still about is dancehall still about women and making women feel good in the club or is it now dance hall <laughs> it's about male dancing. dance culture uh, right in jamaica in jamaica yeah larry as somebody who's business-minded towards their dance or movement let me say dance hall. i don't want to put reggae in this one mm -hmm. yeah. you can never run a dance or show without women and you can never book an artist who cannot entertain women the reason why you can make it women free right but if that artist doesn't attract women to come to your event no man can come to that event and pay even now in 2024 so if you think of uh okay wait are, are we rushing the conversation yeah, yeah let me let me let me pay a clip based on what you guys are talking about about um the switch from the focus right mm. Let me just see yeah, take okay, a break well, and then and then we'll come back and then and then yeah. Talk about the focus. Yes. What are we talking about in dancehall? Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, all those dances changed dancehall forever. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I just was talking about how I could just sit there at the bar all night and watch Jamaican women dance. Mm -hmm. Okay. But with these dances, it went from the focus being on the woman. To the focus being on crews of guys dancing. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. You know, where it became almost like b-boy dancing culture. Mm. Okay. And and it kind of started to push women off the dance floor. Along with trap dance hall, which wasn't very danceable to begin with. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So these things started to all kind of like perfect storm. Mm. Okay, so suddenly the focus of the dance hall, the dance floor, was no longer women, it was crews of guys. Yep, good to go. Let's talk about that. I've seen enough dance before. <laughs> oh, why you do to the two? I've seen enough dance before. I've live. Report, man, no, we people pants. We take dancing to a higher rank. With Ben Pound and with Ben Frank. Jamaica and Brown, yeah. On the river, on the bank. He got to shoot the car, you put them no brown. What you say? In the river, on the bank. Jalapa, you don't have to make a man brown, yeah. Don't be flank, we have a don't be flank. 
2007 but by 2010 it reached a fever pitch and that is starting with elephant man mm. and i have listen i love elephant man's music i love his records i respect what he did but the effect on dance hall changed things forever mm. okay and what i mean is elephant man brought that whole dance vibe yes like every every week there was a new Elephant Man dance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that era? Yeah, man. When they were just dancing. Cause that, yes, Larry? That era started in... Uh, Do you agree with them? 2000, 2002, 2003. That's when it started. Yeah. And yeah. it was a good thing. Yeah. It was a good thing. And elephant, an elephant Man, in his songs, if you listen to his lyrics, yeah. I beg to differ yeah. with uh, what he is saying. Right, Elephant Man's lyrics, if you mm. hear properly and clearly, he always says, Ladies in the front. So, where does it ex exclude the women yeah. in it? <laughs> Listen, lyrics first oh. before the rhythm. <laughs> we always listen to the lyrics first before the rhythm. I agree. Yeah. So, there was no so exclusion in the women, there was no exclusion of ladies yeah. when Elephant Man came in. Yes. Actually, Elephant Man was okay was, ah but now okay guys this was also uh, uh, tell me if i'm wrong lavaro if this was not the same era of daggering right remember the daggering era where um women became the props on the dance so you had elephant man and the gents right they're doing the pandy river pandy punk and we're flying and we're doing the butterfly butterfly <laughs> where are the girls right yeah, but no but the girls were also dancing they oh, were, but now. Listen. Zama. Tiny thing. Zama. <laughs> Zama. Hence, I'm saying yes. go, go back. Go back to the lyrics and yes. the videos. It says, "Ladies in the front, not at the back." Ah. Uh -huh. So even limbo, everybody have limbo. It was that for women or was it for guys? Limbo dance. How could you dance a limbo dance without a woman in front the of you? The limbo dance. How could you dance a, yeah. a limbo dance without a woman in front of you? Hey. 
This is the second segment of LNT Live. I want to go try and go a bit explicitly. Because when you're doing a limbo dance, as a guy, Let's go. as a guy, for you to do the limbo dance, for you to be able to lean back, you need a woman in front of you who's so flexible <laughs> and you can lean back. Boom. Yes, pushing you back. We have to turn back way. So, 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 so. So, <laughs> so where, where, was the, where was the exclusion of women there? So you disagree? I disagree. That, so you disagree that there was, there's been an area. Okay, Navarro, do you agree or disagree that um, the emergence <laughs> of dance, like dance crew, dance hall, um, pushed women out of the spotlight? So even if you look now, as I will, jiggy jiggy wiggy wiggy iggy iggy, right? <laughs> it's just chance mostly. Look, I. I'm, I'm in between in the sense that I do get the argument that it somewhat took away their attention, but I, my appreciation of Jans is all this dancing is just to get the attention of women somewhat. Uh, so it's... it's, it's, it's do you think back. women look out for the best dancers in the... Can I ask you something? Party? Back then, yes. Back then, yes. It used to no, work. Some do. Some do. Kelvin. Back Maybe then, back then that was the stuff, right? LNG Live. Just, yeah. Have you guys ever begged the girl because of your dance moves? All the time. Well, I couldn't dance. <laughs> that's why I couldn't beg one. <laughs> All that's the why time. I mean, they are song, song. Larry. I'll give you a typical example. We all went to that one joint. Yeah. Somewhere in Johannesburg on Thursday nights. Especially for... The dance moves, mm-hmm. not the music, to mostly. See the girls dance on stage. We went there for the for the dance moves from I've the got a ladies. Story about that. And there was only mostly most most of the yeah. time there was only one guy doing all the dance moves. So what you mean? Temba Aditi had a name. And the like, only oh, one. Can, confession, if I can ping on to what Larry just said, especially about that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we used to go on Thursday. I remember we were still young, um, first year varsity students, and we would uh, we'd go there with no plan, right? But uh, mm-hmm. when we came back, we'd be exchanging stories about how <laughs> not man wine pandem, you see? <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing. Did, they, did you manage to I It's like, I did not see you with uh, whining for any girl. Long one, bread. I need to work for your kid. So it was a thing. So I, I, I can accept what Larry is saying. That so now, I want to extend on that. Heaven always Heaven. will be the... Uh, okay. Yeah. Can I tell oh, you? Shit. No, I've You're got a point now. there. So that place we used to go to on Thursdays, right? There used to be yes. girls dancing on stage. Then there was the kangaroo era. I don't know if you guys remember. Kangaroo era. Yes. The kangaroo the dancing era. Where kangaroo there, were, there were groups of guys. Can I finish my, can I finish my thoughts? Right? When the guys would go on stage, a crew of guys doing the kangaroo. Right? This is every Thursday now. All of a sudden, we know that there's a segment reserved for the gents to do the kangaroo, the kangaroo, the kangaroo. And I think that's then you wouldn't stop going. <laughs> And check now, everyone stopped going. So I'm asking if this correlates to this era, and I, I want us to really think about it, right? Yeah. That this, it, for me, maybe as a female, I actually saw it happening. Yeah. I saw it happening. So you agree with, with Murray? I agree with Murray that I, I literally saw the gents stop caring about, about the ladies, about yeah. us. 
yeah. right? And about the dancehall queens and the beautiful women. And it became about kangaroo on the kangaroo, stage. Kangaroo, kangaroo, kangaroo. <laughs> on that one, on that one, I blame the people who were Mary, did you kangaroo? Mary, did, Mary, did you kangaroo? Me can kangaroo. Me not know that dance here, one. I mean, I know it. No, no. Ah. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's when I stopped going to that place because you clearly what was there to see now. Mm-hmm. So you guys are still disagreeing that dancehall shifted from being around that that era. Yeah, that's when it started shifting. I think it shifted that the dance culture. Yeah, I think uh, people, not the music, people running certain joints are the one who changed everything. They were not listening to the lyrics of the People songs running the joints and up, up applying them I... on their shores. Because if, if you go even to, to, to uh, the first uh, Pondy River, Elephant Man talks about Ivan Stacy doing their moves. But that wasn't what's happening on the ground, um, Larry. No, that's so I, I, I tried to bring up I tried to bring up daggering culture. I tried to bring up daggering culture when Women just became props, right? Where women. it's about can, what the gents can do. He can do the helicopter, pandy girl them. But, you okay. know what I mean? And jump from a speaker and learn pandy pom pom. Check it now. <laughs> check it. Check it now, Zama. Check it, Zama. How 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 can I do the helicopter style? Yeah, hammer. How, how can how can I do the helicopter style the hammer, yes, without no woman? How can I do the helicopter style without no woman? Yes, Larry. How can I do the helicopter style without no woman? but larry this is what zama's saying is fine she's there but she's no longer the center of attention she's now just about her a prop yeah yeah it's about your skills as a as a gents now you know like uh, how how, what speaker what's the highest speaker you can jump from Yeah, and you, and it's not about how pretty pretty parties are. It's not about pretty parties, you know. It's not about pretty parties no more. It's about this gent who was kangarooing, kangarooing, you know. And now, if if we if we if we look at where, and I brought up this conversation of Afrobeats earlier on. Afrobeats is still saying, "Baby, wine, pan me," right? Whereas reggae used to make us wine. Inside, inside. Now, that's all. We can't whine no more. Inside, say we can't whine. Hence, my thought, my 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 two senses earlier on that reggae music and dance music is going back to the mother and the father, which is Afrobeats, where it came from. Mm. So, 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 do you guys think that dance hall is still? So I asked this question about reggae in the first segment. I want to ask it about dancehall. Do you think dancehall's got a lifespan as a genre? I don't think so. I I think somewhat it, it closer to reggae is also timeless in that sense that unlike other genres, dancehall and also reggae, it's, it's, it's something that you grow up with. I don't know if that makes sense. It's uh, dancehall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you grew up with it. You, I like for me. I can't think of myself or the people that I've grown grown around ever not listening to dancehall. Uh, 
I can't. Yeah. And even now, even now, there's still new school that's coming. But that new school that's coming up, there are kids that are growing up with that as part of their, it's their identity and lifestyle. The only difference is probably now more gangster oriented, um, which is what maybe. So that's what I was asking about the, the the topic. What are we What are we talking about in dancehall right now? But also now the new school dancehall guys want to be more hip hop artists than reggae dancehall artists. It looks like fair. Um, they you don't get you you don't get like a a dancehall artist now that that you can say oh you can see a bit of bounty killer in that mm. Uh, mm. unless I'm mistaken. Mm. Lavaro, who who's giving you that energy? You know who's giving you Masika. bounty? Who's giving you bounty? Masika, yeah, Masika. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's like, there's like two, three out of like most of them. Yeah, you know. They're now oriented more towards hip hop, as you say, and like gangsterism somewhat. Yeah, Uh, I think it also. I think that thing started with Vibes Cartel in Nevada, where we went from making dancing and. Uh, dancing to towards shooting with each other and being God like God, God, <laughs> type of vibe. Ah, for sake. Yes, it was a Kali Kazawa. That's what I believe. Yeah. I feel like, Sorry, I feel like that, 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 that took away the attention from from women more than what elephant. Who? elephant Give me a name. Who took away the attention? Who did it? Oh, cut, cartel. No, Don't never, never, never. I'm being for real. Never. I'm being for real. Never, guys. Never, guys. Wait. Vibe. Like vibe. 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 All about the girl. Them. Wait. 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 Can I? Can I speak? Can I speak? Yes. Yes. Better make sense. For me, he's the one that him and Mavado are the ones that took. It's somewhat commercialized this whole concept of gangsterism uh, in the dancehall circle and uh, mm. the warring that happened. Did he still do songs about girls? Definitely, he did. And if it, for me, some of the best. But for me, that took away that energy. And there is a crop of artists that are coming up now as they grew up. Those were their inspiration. For me, that's did it. Mm. That's for me. I'm just mm. talking from my own perspective. No, I and I actually, uh, it's valid. What you're saying is valid because the Kali Kaza war was a war between men, right? Mm. And them flexing me, I'm me a better than you, right? Better than. And, and sorry, yeah, if I right. Uh, things just simple. <laughs> Fine, as, mm-hmm. as much as women were included in those songs, right? It stopped being about praising the woman towards more about and being like, about like taking control of the type woman. of vibe yeah yes. that's how i see it but yeah so okay so we don't blame elephant man we blame i personally we can't blame vibes cartel no i refuse we can't blame <laughs> really? <laughs> like the AMC. <laughs> like the AMC. Whatever happens, they are coming out on top. Whether there's load shelling, they just win. So, so are you trying to tell me that you do not like? So you don't see the the artistry in Vibes Cartel. You don't see the art that you don't. You, no, no. Are you saying you don't read Vibes Cartel? No, for me, what he's the best dancer artist of all time. But I'm just saying of all time. he is to blame of that. 
for me. He is. No, just, no, but uh, well, the change in dancehall. Mm, that Casa Cali war was quite intense, guys. It's not like he didn't do any girl tunes, though. The thing is, like he, he did, did one, he did. It, it, it's, it, it's not like he was just showing you that, dude. I can put you in your place still, but I still love that girl there. Yeah, but it's yeah, not but like that, we were that, also, that, as the girls. So as the girls, it felt like we were also in the war. <laughs> it felt like you're part of the war. Navarro, I'm saying wait. as the girls, we also felt like we were part of the war, um, because we had to choose between two men that were representing dancehall in that era yeah. that we loved equally. And but then wait, now, wait. yeah, like. Without revealing my age, when the Gaza Wars and Gali Wars started, we were somewhat still towards the end of primary school and starting high school. We used to have. We were impressionable. We were impressionable. We were impressionable. We hated each other. We did. We really did. I didn't like like Gali people because I'm Gaza for life. Well, that's your problem. Who was you guys? (laughs) What? Jeez. You see, this, this is how people defend ZANU-PF. <laughs> it, it's your problem. You can't find a job. <laughs> Jeez, how can you guys... Yeah, man, I don't believe that. Nah, man. Nah, nah. I'm not... Anyway. Uh, no. Are you Kaza or Kali? Two littles. I'm, I'm about the music. <laughs> Are you Kaza or Kali? <laughs> Kaza I'm about okay. the music. Larry, uh, when I... Navaroturo, are you Kaza or Kali? Larry the Gully Prince. <laughs> 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 okay. I only started listening okay. to my father after about twenty. Listen, I mean, I mean, I mean. Oh, okay. We got like how many minutes? Okay, but we listen got like to little this. minutes. Play some music. Let me play a tune or two, right? Okay. Okay. Feds them a move spooky. Me a driving from Green Jail with yeah, a phone yeah. and the marijuana. Yeah, yeah, Police yeah, yeah. pull me over, step to me car and be sorry. Let me listen to this. What that me smell by you? What that green Sunday and no color do? You must go and chill, boy. What you gonna do? Me light up me weed and say. Squaddy me not stop on my ganja. Yeah, yeah. So come put on the handcuffed tail. Yeah, yeah. Tell me must get bail. Carry go jail. <laughs> in the D.I. get sale. Love me with the ganja. I'm gone if he look far No arrest the Gaza Me remember The first weed when me a bone when round me a ten Me not feel like it again, I want it again It's like a man a play a redeem in my head He made the players get dizzy and me I read Instantly me hungry no blood clad Me not feel fuck up some crackers and a dry bread With two bun with a bulla and a fry head And when the kitchen empty me go on my head Me turn big man no use one like one Any man try coke he go try dead Squad he charge me and bobo shabba for the weed and sell To coat me invited But the judge advocate for the herb She dash out the keys It's sign a and she love this smell when it's lighted And she style the police as a light said Squaddy me not stop on my ganja So come put on the handcuff them Remember me must get bail Carry me go jail I in the high grade cell Love me with the ganja I gun you feel look far No arrest the ganja Yo not now But who up and pray Who up and pray That shine him like my will Who up and pray Check one. How many minutes do you have? Definitely. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. 
When you run them while you cry The voice of Mavado on this Hope and Pray Triple Bounce Rhythm 20, 2009 I don't fall me live longer Me no eat me no drink from people No some me no hunger Then pray and pray for my don't fall Judge and make me stronger So we went from that To where we are right now So Larry, this is where we're at now. Larry, how do you feel about dancehall right now? With drift and that kind of trap dancehall evolving to where it is right now. Because I think it's taking a life of its own. Yeah, but like, um, it kind of makes sense that uh, Marie said that people are idolizing more the hip-hop culture than the reggae dancehall culture. Mm-hmm. Even though they're from Jamaica, they're looking at a... Yeah, they, their eyes are more on the rappers hip-hop than hip-hop and trap. than reggae dancehall. Larry, how do you feel about reggae and dancehall right now in 2024? Uh, reggae dancehall. Dancehall, dancehall for 2024. For now, trust me, I haven't been listening to any of international dancehall. I'm still on a bit of a hold. I'm listening to some Zim dancehall for now. Are you still stuck on the old one? It looks like most people. You are. know, I'm still stuck in 20. Nah, that, like 20, I, we don't have, any, like we, we don't have anything new stuck on it. to talk about. But so you don't mean? like this? You don't like drift? You don't like this this energy, Larry? We we kind of lost uh, this kick. There's no kick. It's about dance or kick. The rhythms are failing us. That rhythm, yeah. It's not the same. But anyway, yeah, as we come closer to as we come closer to the end of the show. Sorry, Larry. As we come closer to the end of the show, we are in twenty twenty four, right? And there are cultures that are evolving right about now. We've got the rise of the drift culture, which is giving a lot of TikTok um loving loving these new TikTok dancers. There's the drift dance, then the oogie wiggie 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 ziggy ziggy uh uh right and then there's one that came 
with um she Dennis doesn't know Dev's names names of she there are no names to these no okay, yeah but i'm just saying that, that, that she can't even dance these dances i really can so mm-hmm. we've got Dexter Dabs, Shower Mada parts, right? Larry, do you still dance? Can you dance? <laughs> I used to. I haven't been to a, a serious reggae dance session, so yeah, I can't. Can you still dance? Still. Hmm? Do the knees allow? We're getting old, eh? Uh, we are losing connection from <laughs> the UK, from Larry T, the voice yeah. of LNT Live. But we are in 2024 and we are embracing the present and, and current culture of reggae dancehall. We've got a new emerging vibe, which is fine. Um, let's see how far we can push it. Can reggae never die? Can dancehall never die? Let's keep it alive to cool. the tools. Yes, no, that's it from my side. I'm that's, done. Are we done today? I think we're done for today. Um, catch us on the next episode of NNT Live. Mm-hmm. My name is Zam Pam with the biggest jams that you've seen this far. A big shout out to Larry G. <laughs> A big shout out to Calvin Munya. We see you. Yo, whichever part of the world you're listening to us from, peace, love, and happiness. I go by the name Tully Tools. Check us on LNT Sound, www.lntsound.com. If you love Tully Tools, clap your hands. If you love Larity, clap your hands. If you love Junior Dread and the Wicked Reggae Boys, Tully Tools, Larity, you the best. This is how it happened, eh?